Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 702 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to read a couple of quick emails. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Canna Organic Illinois. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Oric. I want to send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to my buddy B Bala. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Doc Grows. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy up north, Caribou Heart TV. Let's send a thank you shout out to Lots of Trichomes. Who doesn't love Lots of Trichomes? Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my buddy Glenn Geroni. Let's send a thank you shout out to Double D and Fruggle Rock. Let's send a big fist bump to a longtime supporter, our buddy Brian P. Let's send a thank you shout out to the Dad Hayes. Let's send a fist bump to Guido7. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Stoned Trout Bomb. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need to support the show will be right there on the screen. Of course, you know I do include that link in the show notes and in the video description to make that nice and easy for all of my friends. Once again, thank you for the Patreon support. Oh, I am so excited that the holiday shenanigans are over. I am done with the Christmas rush. I'm done hearing Christmas music everywhere I go. I'm done with the traffic. Uh, My favorite part about Christmas, I love the family. I got to spend time with my two favorite people, my mama and my daughter at the same time. Uh, they live a distance apart. It was great to have uh, to spend time with both of them. My favorite part, though, might be uh, other than the family, the the part about outside there is the Christmas lights. I do enjoy the Christmas lights. That's kind of cool. But everything else, uh, other than the family and the Christmas lights, I'm glad it's over. Uh, I'm glad that it's a year away until we have to do that crap again. It is time to settle in. I'm glad. I hope you had a good time is where I'm headed. I hope you had a great Christmas. I'm glad that crap is over. It's time to settle in, get back to business, get back to work, get back to normal schedules, uh, less of the hustle and bustle for the Christmas holiday stuff. I hope you had a wonderful time. I hope you got to spend time with your family, whoever it is. Like I said in the last episode, if it's not your blood family, maybe it's your ganja family, maybe it's your other kind of family, whatever you're into, I hope you had a good time. Hope you got to spend it with some people. 
Uh, if not, join us on the Discord. You've always got a family there. The Discord link is in the show notes and the video description. I'm obviously nice and rambly. You guys, I was hanging out on Discord earlier, taking dabs with the friends. Um, I think I smoked some stuff called uh, Rainbow Cheddar. I don't have the jar with me or I would show you. Got me well-lit, well-medicated, nice and talkative, so this will be a fun podcast. I don't want to stretch it out too far. I want to wish everybody a good holiday, a good, safe, happy new year. That will be the next holiday. Then we settle in with a fresh start. Let's get into an email because I do want to answer at least one, maybe two emails here in this uh, short one-camera episode. Yes, we're only recording with one camera today. Still trying to figure out a tech issue. We'll get it figured out. You guys aren't concerned with that. I do apologize. It's only one camera. Try to deliver a two-camera show. Let's get to this message. It comes from our friend who calls themselves. They did not even sign it. There's no name. This one comes from Anonymous. Anonymous says, Hello, Irie. Unfortunately, my last paper towel and seeds went dry for a few hours. I sprayed them around six and found them dry around two. The tap roots generally still seem healthy. Then the question, uh, let me kind of talk about what happened here. Uh, our friend is germinating some seeds. They're attempting the uh, fold up a paper towel and stick your seeds in their method, put some water in it, keep it moist. Those seeds should sprout. Unfortunately, our friend got stoned, got tied up in a video game, got distracted. I don't know what happened. I'm making shit up. Our buddy got distracted and those seedlings went dry. The question is, should I start over or will these plants be stunted in the future and or offer less yield, less ideal plants to breed and clone in the long run, or will they somehow recover and be worth keeping? Thank you, Irie. Uh, this is a pretty good question. I don't have any scientific input or evidence based on uh, what I'm going to support what I'm going to say. This is just what uh, I think and what I've experienced and how I think that uh, the, the will to survive, excuse me if you heard me get all choked up, talking about the will to survive and life must go on. It got me all choked up there. So uh, you say that the tap roots generally still seem healthy. Your concern here is, should I start over? Will these plants be stunted? Uh, will these plants not offer what they could have? Um, I don't think you, if they keep growing, if they survive, I don't think you cause them any problems. I think they will recover. I think they'll bounce back. They will give you their full potential, possibly, they may be a little bit stronger. I think anything that goes through a little bit of a struggle, a little bit of adversity and survives, it comes out stronger, better. I think the phrase is, what doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. I think you may have done that to these plants. If they didn't die during your little drought period, if they didn't go too dry, they're fine. They're going to be uh, great plants. I would not start over. I would keep growing these. I would uh, proceed as usual, uh, business as usual, on with the regularly scheduled program. I think you're going to get good, viable, usable plants. They will live up to their potential, their full outcome. Uh, you can clone, breed, keep a mother plant. I think you're going to do great. So nothing to worry about there. As long as you keep them going, as long as they're still healthy, uh, as long as they look happy. If they do give you any problems, um, once you get them past that tiny, delicate seedling stage. If you do have any problems, don't blame it on yourself for this issue. You do have to get them past this. They've got to recover. They've got to get cotyledons and turn into plants. If you have any issues after the cotyledons form and they're actually plants, uh, that is not from this. So don't use this as like a, uh, a reason later. Um, this isn't the, uh, the sprained ankle in training camp is not why you lost the fight six weeks later. Don't blame this. This isn't why. So if you do run into trouble, it wasn't from this. I think you will have success. I've rambled on more than enough about this episode or about this question. Anonymous, thank you for the great question. I hope I helped you out. I hope you keep those seedlings going. I hope they look good. Hope they're healthy. 
Uh, if they're anything from my line, I hope to see pictures of the kids as they grow up. I do enjoy, uh, people usually send me a lot of flower pics. I get big, chunky bud shots, trichome shots, love all that shit. Also, I do appreciate uh, veg pics, clone, flower, seed. I love the whole stage. Let me see your stuff. Uh, especially if there's something weird or interesting happening in your grow. I like baby pictures. I like adult pictures. That sounds weird when you say it like that. Uh, baby pictures of my kids. I like that. My seedlings. I want to see them in all stages, you guys. Let's get my high ass back on track because obviously I'm rambling up a fucking storm over here. Let's focus. This message comes from our friend. As I, am I supposed to say your name? Um, this one comes from our friend Dave in Ontario. I'm going to cut out part of the details, but big up to our buddy Dave in Ontario. Thank you for the great question. It goes a little bit like this. It says, Rasta Jeff, it's your friend Dave from Ontario. Uh, it says, you and I both have brain injuries, which may be why I'm so rambly today. Uh, it says, I lo we both love growing cannabis and we love comedians. Bro, we could be friends. Did we just become best friends? We grow weed, we got brain injuries, and we like comedians. We could get along. We could work well on a car trip together. It says, you are a cannabis hero. Um, I'm not going to argue if you think I'm your hero, but I in no way consider myself, think of myself as a hero. That felt weird to read, but I can't belittle or discredit your label, so I am a fucking hero. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. It says, as well as a general hero to me, uh, I will definitely take credit if you call me a hero. I've got to be your hero. Be disrespectful not to take it. It says, I was that guy talking about a Doug Stanhope strain one time. Uh, that's funny. In my Instagram lives, we chat about strain names and random chaos. I like to name strains after uh, people that inspire me, things that make my life better, uh, things that just are great. And I named strains after Tom Segura and Burt Chrysler. Uh, Burt Chrysler, Brant Chrysler. How do you say it? Burt Chrysler. That's the guy's name. I made strains after those guys. Uh, the Saka Souffle and the Machine are named after those two, uh, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. And we were joking that there should be a Doug Stanhope name. And uh, I can't come up with a strain name for Doug Stanhope, but that'd be funny because Doug Stanhope is one of my uh, favorite comedians. He is great. I got to see him at the Oriental Theater here just a couple of months ago. Honestly, frustrated myself. I caught myself too high and zoning out during the show. I took a vape pen into that show because it was a theater show and I was hitting the pen the opening act wasn't my favorite. No disrespect to, uh, I won't even say his name. The opener was boring and I was just hitting my pen to pass time. And by the time Doug came out, I was way too high for a comedy show. Uh, so I missed, I feel like I missed part of it. I realized this. I was like, you're zoning out. You're looking around at the crowd and like paying attention to the wrong shit. I had to lock myself in and pay attention to Stanhope, but he was great. I did enjoy it once I kind of, uh, snapped out of my coma. But, uh, Doug Stanhope's fucking awesome. If you guys haven't heard Digging Up Mother, listen to that bit. It's a comedy bit. Um, it's dark. It's dark. So I hope you're into dark comedy. Anyway, Doug Stanhope's strain name would be great. I digress. This message says, anyway, I have a couple of your strains in my veg tent from seed. I've got Sunkiss and Raphael. They're about four to five weeks old. That's good info. It says, I want to determine the sex of my Sunkiss. So I turned my veg tent to 1212 to get the plant to show sex. So in five to 10 days, I expect to see signs of it being male or female. That will work. That's going to do what you're thinking it's going to do. It says, now my question is, how long do I have to run or how long do I have to run 18.6 again before determining the sex of the plant? After determining the sex of the plant. Sorry, I misread part of that. Thought it sounded kind of weird. It was my fault, not yours. So then he does follow that up with an example. It says, my example, uh, day one, I switched from 18.6 to 12.12. Day 55, I determined Sunkiss is a female, so I switched from 1212 back to 186. 
Now, what day would Sunkiss be safe to go back to 12-12 and go through its normal flowering cycle? That is a very good question. Um, I like the idea. I like the strategy. I like the approach. However, I would have done this a little bit differently. I would have put these plants into flower when they were a few inches tall. I would not have done this at, what are we, 45 days in? Now, the hormones in those plants have spread and developed so much more. And to when you put it into flower, those hormones are going to take a little bit longer to switch over to flower to show you that the plant is in flower. Depending on, it may, it may, be, uh, it may have reached a sexual point in its growth that it could have some pre-flower into it. It may be ready, which also could be a problem uh, because then it's not going to want to go back to veg as quickly. So I would have done it much earlier. Your plants are 45 days in. When you put them into flower, it is going to take you that 10 to 12 day period to find out if you've got a male or female, then you can put it back into veg, but it's going to take a little bit longer because you've got a plant with much more hormones, much more stuff to work with that you've got to return all the way back to veg. I would give it two, three, at least three, maybe four weeks to veg before I went back into flower. At this point, you're going to have a big ass plant. What I would have done, and I'm not saying you can't do your method, you can do this but it's going to be slightly stressful on the plant and on you. What I would have done, what would have been better next time what you can do is either flip these plants when they are much, much smaller. Uh, like I said, when they're an inch tall, I determine the sex before they find their forever home. So I don't waste space. I don't waste soil. I don't waste even waste the time up potting them. I don't waste the electricity. Uh, they go from seed into a beer cup. I get some cotyledons, I let them grow, I put them into flower, they'll show me in, when they're that little, they'll show you pretty quickly if they're male or female, and then you can toss them really quickly, then you don't even transplant the boys, they don't even make it to that stage, so I would have done it much earlier, uh, then you're going to vet, you're going to take your small plants, veg them for a week, then flower them for 7 to 10 days, put them back into veg, and now in like 10 to 12 days, those plants will go back into veg because they're so little, but we're going to grow them out for weeks because we're just starting them. So they've got all that veg time to recover. Uh, they're going to continue to grow while the hormones go back into a vegetative stage. And it won't take long, depending on how deep into flower you got them. 10 or 12 days isn't too far. They should revert fairly quickly if they're little plants without a lot of, a lot of changes in hormones. So that should work better for you. What I can recommend that you can do with these plants, since you're already at this point, I do have a great recommendation for you. To minimize the stress on yourself and these plants, what I would do at this time is I would take a few clones from the plant that you're trying to sex and sex the clone. You've got these big fancy plants. They've been going for 45 days. You should have pretty big plants by now. They should be a couple feet tall. They should be nice and branchy. You should have at least two or three, maybe four or five viable clones available off of each plant. I would get a clone dome and a tray and some clone plugs or an easy cloner if you really want to make an investment. If you've already got it, set it up, get it running. I would invest in a cloning setup. Then I would take a clone from each of these Sunkiss plants. I don't know how many you have in there. Um, a couple of them. So it sounds like just one. I would take two or three clones from the Sunkiss plant. One of them, if you can, turn it into a mother plant. That way you've got a proven female for next time. You already know it's a girl. You don't have to sex it. This is how we uh, do a, see, I would have done a, a proper pheno hunt first is kind of what I'm getting at. We're going to get you a pheno hunt out of this uh, to find out if you've got a plant that's even worth growing after 45 days. What I would do, let me get my ass back on track here. I would take a clone. 
I would get the clone in a clone dome. Uh, you've probably got four or five clones off there. Take four or five clones, maybe des designate one as a mom. Keep that around. I would put this clone dome into flower right away. Get four or five clones, put them into flower. You can cut the clones, dip them, stick them, put them under 12-12 lighting. While they are rooting, they will also flip to flower. They will then show you in 7, 10, 12, maybe 14 days if they are boys or girls. Those clones will be boys or girls just like the plant they came from. You've only got one plant, so if it shows you boy, that plant's a boy. If it shows you girl, that plant is a girl. So I would cut clones. Oftentimes, I like to lollipop my plants right before they go into flower. Um, that means taking off the bottom stuff. If you can get a couple of good clones off the bottom, pull that stuff off there. You can clean the plant up and create clones at the same time. If your plant is getting tall and it's getting unruly, you can always take that center top right out of the middle and use that for a clone. I love cloning that center top. I top my plants anyway, so that topping, that just becomes a beautiful, healthy, hardy clone. I label that one, clone A, plant A, put that clone in the clone dome, put it under 12-12 lighting. Right now in my area, I'm in North America, I'm in Colorado. We're experiencing less than 12 hours of light per day. I think we're headed back up in daylight hours at this time. We might be going more, but still currently, uh, we do experience fucking about six hours of daylight, it feels like. I think we might get seven and a half, eight hours of daylight right now. If you put a clone dome in a windowsill and just provided it daylight, it has to stay warm. Don't get it cold. Uh, in Colorado, it might fucking freeze to death right now. Oddly, it's not cold enough, but it will get cold for the plant. Um, Put that clone under 12-12 lighting. If it gets 12 hours of darkness every day, it will go into flower. And then in 10, 12, maybe 14 days, you will know if that plant is a male or female. And you won't have to stress out your big plant by putting it into flower, putting it back into veg. At this point, I would almost just put that, depending on how much space you've got, you've got the, uh, what's your size? I think you told me the size of your tent. No, it doesn't say the size. I would just put that bitch into flower and grow it at this point and then find out if it's a male or female. 45 days, uh, what are you waiting for? That's about how long my plants veg. They don't get that much more veg time. That bitch would be running, turn it and burn it at this point. Um, so you do have an option. Uh, you do have a couple of options. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend putting the big plant into flower and then bringing it back. I would just veg for two more weeks and then put it into flower and send it. Don't even bring it back. Just let it go. If it's a boy, it's a boy. You cut it down. If it's a girl, finish it. Let it go all the way. Or your other option is to take a clone and put that clone under 12-12 lighting right away, and it will show you sex within just a few days. Uh, in the future, I would recommend to either get a clone from it much earlier. As soon as the plant is big enough to clone, cut a clone, sex the clone, or sex that plant when it is real tiny. So we don't get 45 days in um, and not know if that plant is a boy or a girl. I, I couldn't handle 45 days wondering, is that a dude or is that a chick that I've been hanging out with? Like I'd really want to know by now. So, uh, I find out much earlier that way it would have never even, it's probably in a three, maybe a five gallon pot. Do you tell me in this message? You don't mention that, but it's in a pot big enough to sustain it for 45 days. It's probably a three gallon at least, which means you got three gallons of dirt, which means it's taking up at least a one by one, maybe a two by two square foot space in your grow space. Um, it is definitely taking what's most valuable to me in that equation is the plant number. I'm only allowed so many plants. So if that's a dude that I don't need, that's a wasted fucking number. I could have done something way better with a plant that I do need. What sometimes I need a boy, sometimes I need a female, but if I don't need a boy and it's a boy, uh, get rid of it so I can replace it. I can have 12. 
and every one of those 12 counts when you're a seed breeder trying to create new shit, trying to discover things, phenol hunt, keep moms, it gets hectic. It's a fun juggle. So uh, let me quickly recap because that is my style. What I would have done is I would have flowered it much sooner and then put it back into veg. When it was six inches tall, it would have gone into flower. Maybe even three or five inches tall would have gone into flower. We would have discovered if it was a boy or a girl, then put it right back. That way I don't have to take a clone. I don't have another plant count. That's a way to dodge another plant in the count. Just flower that one, then it's still there. The other That clone just doubled my plant count. If I clone everything to sex test it, I just doubled my fucking count. So I would do that or... Uh, there's another option I almost looked over, sex testing. You can do the mail-in sex testing, order a sex test card, rub your weed plant on the card, mail it in. The lab will tell you if it's a boy or a girl. Let me get back on track where I was. Uh, what I would do, what I would recommend is the early sexing from a small plant or grow it, get a clone, sex test the clone. Uh, when you do the clones, also you can revert the clones. They'll go back quicker and you can keep a mom that way. Um, or you can put this bad bitch into flower and see what it does. At this point, I know it sounds, uh, it may sound crazy, but dude, you're 45 days in. How long do you really plan on vegging this plant? How big do you want it? You're already 45 days in. I would just turn it and burn it. Send it. See what you got. If it's a boy, you've wasted 45 days. If it's a girl, you're going to have a decent harvest. Um, if you want to keep vegging it, it's going to get big. Uh, but in, in, I think quicker veg cycles and more cycles per year is more productive, in my opinion. I don't know your space. I don't know your situation. But my advice, fucking send it. Get her done. Get that bitch out of there. Get it going. Get more plants in. I would already flowered a crop by now. I would have been, I would have been ahead of you. Anyway, that's just what I would do. Uh, my buddy Dave from Ontario. I hope I did not break your heart by giving you, uh, by saying that uh, I wouldn't do what you're planning to do. It will work but it will be stressful. There are better ways to do it. What I did do was I set you up with strategies and ideas for the future. We set you up for success for next time. So I hope something was helpful. Something works out for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, real people, figments of my imagination, virtual reality, the metaverse, this beautiful universe we are in together. I want to thank you once again for listening, watching, joining me for another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. This is a quick episode. We're at that time between Christmas and New Year's. Everyone has taken a break. I'm going to take a little break too and just give you a quick episode. Thank you for hanging out. I do appreciate it. Make sure you support all my social media stuff on Instagram. It's irie underscore genetics. Follow the show. I don't post enough from the show's Instagram account. If you give me some follows, maybe you'll encourage me to use that account. It is the Grow From Your Heart podcast. What is it? Grow From Your Heart podcast? I don't even know what it is. Find it on Instagram. Search Grow From Your Heart podcast. Give it a follow. Maybe that shit will pop up. On Twitter, it's GFYH podcast. Of course, there is a website, iregenetics.com. Don't forget about the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. That's a lot of information at the end. I don't expect you to remember any of it. I hope one thing stuck in your head. Support the show. All right. Um, I think that's all I've got for you for this episode. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. Let's give a giant shout out to my buddy Carl Woodward. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.